Hi, I'm Brandon Fields, the voice of Private Josh Woods on The Haven Chronicles. You're listening to Sci-Fi Haven. Welcome to episode one of our Doctor Who series here on Sci-Fi Haven. We are going to be talking over the next few episodes about our favorite stories from each season of the modern Doctor Who. Starting with the ninth Doctor, Christopher Eccleston. Today we are going to be talking about the two-part story arc of The Empty Child and The Doctor Dances, which aired on the 21st and 28th of May, back in 2005. The Empty Child was number first, starting with the introduction of Stephen Moffat, who later became head writer and executive producer of Doctor Who, and was the executive producer of the single-season spin-off Class, which aired in 2016 and the introduction to Captain Jack Harkness, played by Scottish-American actor John Bellman, who starred in Torchwood, another Doctor Who spinoff. As I am preparing for this episode of the podcast, we have been re-watching these two episodes. So much of this will be reactive based on what is going on during the rewatch of this episode. Remembering back to the first time I watched this series, I remember actually getting scared of the child, Jamie, when he would um, often repeat, Are you my mummy? A quick recap of this story for those of you who haven't watched it recently. Paraphrased from IMDb. The first episode of today's review, The Empty Child. Rose and the Doctor find themselves in 1941 London, at the height of the London Blitz, where the Doctor tries to determine where the object they have been following may have landed. Rose goes off in search of a child she can hear calling for help. When she gets herself into a precarious situation, She's rescued by former time agent, now con man, Captain Jack Harkness, who owns a time machine of his own. The doctor, meanwhile, meets Nancy, who has an interesting way of arranging meals for homeless children. They also are being chased by the child that Rose heard calling. In the second episode, the doctor dances. The doctor, Rose Tyler, and Captain Jack Harkness are still in the hospital with gas mask-wearing mutants and are having some trouble finding a way out. The doctor determines that the ambulance Captain Jack was using in his scam contained nanogenes, similar to the ones he used to repair ropes, Rose's rope burned hands. Only in this case, there are enough nanogenes on the loose to repair an entire species, and they have no idea what a human looks like in the first place. The future of the human race lies in Nancy accepting her true relationship to the little boy who has been haunting her. We're going to take a quick break from this episode of our podcast and have a quick word from our sponsors of this episode. Here at Sci-Fi Haven, we have two memberships you can join. BuyMeACoffee.com and Patreon.com. 
but with Patreon, we have a special partnership with The Haven Chronicles, an audio drama which we have partnered with. If you listen to one of our reviews for their show, you will see that we have members of our Patreon help two separate podcasts at the same time, The Haven Chronicles and us here at Sci-Fi Haven. With Patreon, you can join as it is $1 a month and gain early access to our shows. And you can join our members-only Discord channel as well. But if you join us at the $5 level, you can become a producer of our show and have your name in the credits for our show. For all the details of what our Patreon membership does, please visit our Patreon page at patreon.com slash sci-fi haven. Let's get back to this week's episode. I hope you will support us and the Haven Chronicles today through Patreon. While we were watching these two episodes, a number of references to another 50-year-old sci-fi series, Star Trek, was made, mostly by Rose Tyler, calling the Doctor Mr. Spock. There were four direct calls in the script to Star Trek, a line indirectly relating to the opening of Star Trek and Star Trek The Next Generation. The first one being all those red alerts, all that dancing, followed by a number of times that Rose called the Doctor Spock including when Jack meets the Doctor, and he says, It's been a real pleasure to meet you, Mr. Spock. It's also the first time in the modern series that someone turns outraged Doctor Who. It was during this episode that I realized for the first time that Christopher Eccleston played the antagonist in the 2000 movie Gone in 60 Seconds, starring Nicolas Cage and Angelina Jolie. And I remember his character of Raymond Clarity, probably pronounced it wrong, in the scene where the Doctor talks about wishing that his companions wouldn't run off. A little bit of history note about my history of watching Doctor Who. The very first episode I saw was the 50th anniversary episode, The Day of the Doctor, which had the 10th and 11th Doctor, who at the time, who I thought was Rose Tyler and not the Bad Wolf. I had no idea anything about the Bad Wolf, but seeing reactions from a lot of people on Twitter during the live airing of the show, I ended up watching every season. Thank you, Will Eaton. Because he did a live, live tweet reaction as well. Yeah, I ended up doing a, a series binge watch, going from episode 1, Rose, all the way to the day of the Doctor, in an extremely short time frame, from the 23rd of November 2013, catching up and re-watching the day of the Doctor by Christmas Day 2013. That's 83 episodes in 33 days. I haven't been able to watch that many episodes in such a short time frame, although if I ever do an episode review similar to Trek FM's From There to Here, a Star Trek 50th Anniversary Rewatch project, which ran from the 1st of January 2016 to the 31st of December 2016, but had hosts of that podcast network review all 729 episodes and movies of Star Trek that had aired to that point. So, there was no Star Trek Discovery, no Star Trek Picard, and no Lower Decks. But they reviewed two to three episodes every single day. You know, I might do something similar with all the modern Doctor Who episodes. Which, as of this recording, there is only 139 episodes going from Rose to the New Year's Day special, Revolution of the Daleks. While watching the scene where the Doctor broke into the Albion Hospital, I questioned, even now with this rewatch, 
why they put such a focus on the title of the hospital on screen. So, of course, I googled it and saw more uh, connectivity. And I saw how the writers connected 1941 London with a previously aired episode with 2006 London um, in the Aliens of London, which was just a couple of episodes earlier. As that hospital was the same hospital which the military had taken over to examine the aliens that had crashed into the centre of London. I'll be completely honest, I don't really know what else to say for the second half of the episode. I feel like it is almost like a, like what I hear from listening to the From There to Here project on Trek FM. A lot of episodes seem to suffer from a second part syndrome, which means the second part isn't as strong as the first part. If I do any more two-parter episodes, I wonder how much that's going to interact with that. Anyways, I'm going to wrap up today's episode. So, you can find us on various social media platforms. We are most active over on Twitter, under the username sci-fi underscore haven. And we use the hashtag sci-fi haven. But you can also find us on Facebook, under the username sci-fi haven. And now we do have our podcast available on YouTube. Links to each of our social media platforms is included in our show notes and on our website sci-fihaven.ca. At this time, we're also going to invite you to join our Facebook group, The Communicator. We will be posting links to each of our shows in our Facebook group and on Twitter. I want to thank you for listening today. Have a great day. Mm-hmm.